Welcome back to Be Great With Nate, the podcast that trains you to master your mind, body, and emotions to help you take complete control of your life. I'm your host, your coach, Nate Ortiz. I'm enthusiastic about teaching you how to manage your health and mindset while you pursue your goals in life. My goal is to clear your confusion regarding the body, mind, and life itself. If you want to learn how to become the best version of yourself, then you're going to want to stick around. Welcome back to Be Great With Nate. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to be teaching you how to overcome the subconscious programming of not being enough and falling for the hype. I've been really sitting on this podcast to make this podcast for you. Um, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure that a lot of you are going to be able to relate to a lot of these things, but subconsciously, it's going to be wired within you. A lot of you may not even notice this may be going on. So if you're feeling like a little lost or you feel a little hesitant lately or you're overthinking or you're procrastinating... Um, if you're trying to start a dream, if you're trying to lose weight, um, if you're trying to live lively or live your purpose and you notice that there's like, I don't know, this feels like this invisible block in front of you stopping you from being able to progress. This may be why. Okay. So when we are, when we become subconscious about things, it means it becomes automatic. It becomes to a part where we don't even notice it's causing an issue. And when we become subconscious, you know, having subconscious habits it can be great things for us, right? In in history of humanity, we learn subconsciously, we start to learn on the route that takes us to water or the route that takes us to food or subconsciously we breathe. The body breathes by itself. It blinks. It digests your food. These are things that are autom uh, automated in your body. Part of the reason why you we have a subconscious is because the body or the psyche, the, the human being seems to be built for you to have things that are automated so you can focus on what's in front of you, okay? Um, but sometimes doing things that are in front of you that you have goals or you have dreams or aspirations, if you have a subconscious programming, it can be lead, it can move you. You want to go one way, but you feel like you're being pulled another. So one of the reasons why I bring this up is because, you know, in the last couple episodes of the last couple of months, I've been sharing some personal stories with you, um, telling you, um, I'm going to make a podcast about this one thing. I'm going to make a podcast about this one thing. And that one thing was uh, me, me wanting to be the person I dreamed of becoming but also one of the things that I seen on TV, that I seen on social media subconsciously, we start to believe the only way to be happy is to live, you know, by the way that people live on screen subconsciously, right? So I want this one car, or I want to live in this one area, or I want this type of body, or I want this type of partner with this type of camera, etc. Chasing this image can be the start of a disaster. So one thing that I really, really notice is when from 2017, 2016 to 2019, I was on a mission focusing on self-development. I still consistent on the things that increased my skill set and made me happy. And then when I went to Los Angeles, I noticed that I got caught in the subconscious wave of hype. Let me say that again. The subconscious wave of hype. When I went to Los Angeles, I saw people my age driving my dream cars, wearing a lot of jewelry, 
having millions of followers, living in mansions. And um, there was a thing inside of me since, you know, subconsciously, the inner child in me, what you learn is when kids come from the ghetto, you can you can catch a lot of people buying things they can't afford to make them feel successful. So there's going to be exercises I'm going to bring you through on this podcast and I want you to listen to and see if you can relate to a lot of these things. But when I first went out to Los Angeles, my number one goal was just, okay, how do I build a name for myself here, right? How do I coach people? How do I start, you know, building a business if I just moved here during the pandemic? After accomplishing that, I started to have some money in my pocket. And when I had money, I had a lot of, let's just say, uh, quote unquote, weird consequences, right? My car started to break down. All these weird things started to happen. But I wanted, I wanted my dream car. So I went to go get my dream car. I wanted um, my own business. So I made my own business, which was awesome. I wanted to train celebrities. So I started to train celebrities and I made a name for myself doing that. And one thing that I've noticed is that I became lost, depressed, and I started flirting with debt for the first time in my entire life. When you become lost, depressed, and in debt, you lose energy and freedom. The energy requires to overcome all the pressure and the freedom of doing what you want when you want starts to decrease. And here's what I mean by that. I used to be able to wake up after my first real year business by myself after I left the partnership that I had due to COVID in 2019, 2020, I started my own business and I made a good amount. The good thing about it is that when I made this money, I had low overhead. Overhead is the cost of living. Okay. My cost of living was really low. So when people were panicking during the pandemic, I wasn't really panicking because I made a little bit of money. Um, I had a little overhead and I had freedom. So I didn't need, I wasn't desperate to work with clients. I wasn't um, in a position where I had pressure on myself or stress. So it wasn't really that stressful. I was able to focus on just studying and earning and learning and earning more. See, when you study and you become, you focus on self-development and you increase your skill set, what you're going to notice is you provide, you're able to provide more service at a higher level, which then you cost more to work with. So then you start to eliminate people who are on the beginner level or intermediate level, and you attract people who are on the advanced level to come to you that usually when you work with someone on advanced level, they don't bring enough, they don't bring a lot of drama, negative energy. They don't bring none of that. They bring nothing but positive vibes. You're usually working with a professional at that time and it's good business. So that's the, that was the level that I was getting to. So, but then when I had this little money, I was like, you know what? It's the first time in my life, you know, let me, let me go, you know, I think I earned enough to be able to buy myself something nice. So I brought myself a nice car. And when I brought myself a nice car, I felt great, right? It made me feel like, oh, wow, you know what? I'm successful. And then I started to notice the attention that I would get when I would drive up to you know, the celebrities houses that I was working with and they would compliment me like, yo, this is a nice car. Good for you. Congrats. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Thank you. I feel, I feel great. Thank you for saying that to me. So when I went to the premiere parties with them, when I went to uh, go food shopping with them or restaurants, I felt good knowing that I was a, I was pulling up in this car, but you see the car 
took a, a chunk of my bank account and it was it added overhead. So what I started to notice is I would wake up in the morning and now I would have this little bit of, I would say, pressure or fight or flight in me that I needed to make that money back or make more money to be able to afford this overhead that I had now. And instead of studying now, I was trying to build. And when I was building, I felt the pressure of building. So as I was doing these things, I started to notice I was subconscious to it though. I didn't wasn't conscious that I was losing my freedom and my energy. I didn't I didn't notice that. I stepped on a scale and then I noticed that I was 20 pounds heavier. But subconsciously, I didn't I didn't notice that the stress was making me overeat. See what I'm saying? So what starts to happen is or started to happen is and what can happen to most of us is that we can subconsciously fall for the hype or fame, or we can fall for the thing that makes us feel like we're good enough, or we can start to do things that makes us feel seen that usually costs us freedom, energy, and our values. So as I was growing, I knew that I wanted more credibility. So I would have certain celebrities request me to work with them and even non-celebrities work with them and they will request times and, and locations that were out of my core values but I was noticing myself say yes because I was so focused on getting the credibility and the recognition for the business so I added overhead then I started going against some core values and then I was stuck in traffic all day I didn't have time to work out I didn't have time to study. I, I stopped taking care of what made me happy. I stopped taking care of moving my body. I wasn't taking care of eating correctly, right? I was eating. What happened was since I was on the road all day, I was going to a rest, I mean, um, a market called Erwan's Market, which had food ready. And that was costing 20 to $25 a meal. So I, I increased my overhead, right? If you eat that twice a day, plus you get like their coconut water, you're spending 60 to $70 a day. But for me, I was like, oh, so good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm fine. I can afford it. I got the money. What I started to notice is what I wasn't accounting for was the pressure I was putting on myself subconsciously. So let's take a pause. I want you to start to think, are you putting pressure on yourself subconsciously? Are you adding too much to your plate subconsciously? Are you adding more bills than you can handle? Are you driving a car that looks cool, but it's costing you a pretty penny? We're going to get deeper in this podcast, but this is how I want to start off. Are you living in an apartment because it looks cool, but you it's, it's really costing you a lot? The more your overhead is, the more you have to figure out how to make money or the more you have to work for it, which then you lose energy and freedom. And it's so important to have your energy and freedom. And you're going to learn why more, but you can probably start seeing how, why it's important, but it's extremely important. Okay. My, my goal is to expose my story and every angle throughout my journey to be able to save you or not save you, but wise people learn from 
smart people's mistakes. So try to learn from the mistakes that I made. Nobody, and this is one thing, you're not going to hear a lot of people admit these things, okay? I just learned how to destroy my ego on a lot of these topics, okay? So ask yourself, are you buying things that, luxury things that make you feel or successful or seen? Are you posting on social media waiting for feedback? Are you waiting to see how many likes you get? Are you waiting to see how many comments you get? Are you rushing your passion because of fear of missing out on other things? Can you take time off what you're doing to focus, regroup, and improve your passion and your craft? Or are you forcing your passion, service, and product to the world? So what starts to happen is the more overhead you apply or the more pressure you put on yourself from comparing with what other people are doing on social media, the more you create a pressure on yourself. So if it's not the money, then it can be the pressure of not being good enough. The pressure of comparing yourself to someone else's who's doing what you want to do. And since you're not doing it on the level that they're doing, you're not going to do it at all. And you put that pressure on yourself. And then you rush your work. And then you rush your product, your service, or your, your value to the world. That could be at your job. That could be with your own um, you know, you know, your regular nine to five. That could be with your family, your friends. That could be with anything that you do in life. So the next step is I want you to figure out how much money is this costing you? How much time is it costing you? And how much energy this is costing you? Sit with it and start to think, is it worth it? How can we create more freedom for ourselves? You see, freedom will allow us to create, live, and strive for what we want to do and, and for love. Freedom, when I say freedom, I'm saying to, to have a choice. When I say freedom, I say, I mean, doing something without a consistent pressure of just needing to get it done to survive. So what I did is I noticed myself gaining weight. I noticed myself not having time to study. I noticed myself being unhappy. And I noticed myself working with clients that came to me and me pointing all these things out in them, especially in Hollywood. And it was called the mirror effect. The universe was bringing me people like me to show me me. And I was so good at coaching them through it and getting them through it. And to subconscious, I finally got, became conscious of what was going on subconsciously and say, holy crap, this is me. Then I sat down and I thought about the trap that I was falling into. And when I found out the trap, I went to a, co a couple of people I considered my friends in Los Angeles and told them about the trap. And what I noticed is as soon as I told them, I noticed most people get self-defensive when you talk about this trap. And if you know anything of, of everything I've been telling you about, usually when you start to pull the truth or you're ready for change, people can project their shadow or protect themselves by self-defense. 
So I remember I sat this one person down that I consider a friend and I said, yo, we're, this is kind of a trap right now. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'm noticing I'm losing freedom. I'm losing energy to be able to survive here. And he goes, what do you mean survive? I'm like, it doesn't make sense why rent is 5500 a minimum 5500 for me to be able to live in this one area to you know operate a business. And he said, well, you know, it's because the opportunity you get here. And I said, no, I get it. But I have to be on all day until I become more famous to be able to, you know, get more bigger contracts. But what happens is I notice that I'm working all day and I'm trying my best and I'm putting all this pressure on myself to perform with my videos at the highest level to be able to get the recognition so I can make more. And I feel like, I'm forcing a lot of my work and I, I would love to take some time off to work back on my body and work on my mindset and work on studying and regroup, regrouping myself. But I feel like if I do that, I lose the momentum towards the hype. I lose the momentum with finances to cover overhead. And I said to him, and dude, I just paid, just paid a, 120,000 on rent in the last two years. That's not smart. He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, bro, I could have paid that towards a mortgage. Nobody owned nothing in my family. And as I was talking to this one individual, I started to see them feel the same thing I was feeling. And this person was very successful. But here's just to break things down. To get a home, Outside of Compton, right? Unless you go to Compton, and you, I'm not exaggerating. When we're looking at houses, you can get a house in Compton, California, for let's just say, you know, they run up to like seven hundred thousand themselves. You're not trying to. I'm not trying to live in Compton, right? So I had two options. I can either rent from a house, and then rent from a commercial space and have to commit long term, or I create the business at the house with a converting the garage into a gym, and that's what I did. So I I, call, I, call, I had two overheads. I had the overhead of living and business and one. So it was a safer, it was the best bet. It was the smartest thing to do financially. So I don't add way too much pressure to myself, right? And I seen a lot of people do that as well. And I learned from that. I was like, no, 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 I can't do what he did because now they want to get out their lease and they can't get out their lease and they want to move, but they can't move. And now, you know, and I'm like, oh man, I can't feel stuck. I don't like that. So for me, get a house in a in a in a okay neighborhood in Los Angeles at the time, and probably still the same. You needed a minimum of one point five million dollars. The house that I was renting from the the owner of the house told me, "Hey, I'm selling the house to share. You guys interested?" I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay, we're gonna sell it for one point uh, one point one nine." I'm like, "One point one nine." So I call these um, lenders, and I started throwing numbers at them. And he said, okay, look, if you want a loan, you need to put $120,000 down, at least 10%. So I'm like, damn, $120,000. So I'm sitting there and um, I'm like, okay. He goes, all right. And then since you didn't put 20% down, you're going to be paying an extra five to $700 a month on insurance because you didn't put that. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, unless you guys, unless you can put down 240,000. And I'm just sitting there like, 
I can, I, I it, subconsciously spending money in where in that where in the position I was in in Los Angeles and what I was doing, it became normal. It became normal to spend twenty five dollars on lunch. It became normal to spend $7 on gas or $6 on gas. It became normal sitting in traffic all day. It became normal not having real relationships because it became subconscious because I was quote unquote successful. I was quote unquote getting recognition. I was quote unquote making good money, et cetera. So I did the math and that means that my mortgage was going to be, I think anywhere from 7,500 to 8,500 a month. After giving up 120000 So I actually sat there and thought about it, going through it, going through it. And my girlfriend sat me down and said, yo, this isn't smart. And I'm like, you sure? Because I know if I get five more clients a week, I can do this and I can pay for this and I can pay for that. She goes, babe, you're tired. You're already tired. Look what you're doing. Like you, you, you put so much pressure on yourself. And I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. You know, I can, I can do it. I can do it. And then she looked at me, she's like, I, I just don't think it's a good idea. So we decided not to do it. And we decided to look elsewhere for renting a, a, a house. We had 30 days to find somewhere to live <laughs> in a crazy market, right? And the house ended up selling for $1.3 or $1.4 million. So we would have been overbid. Someone was over overbid it for it, right? So we escaped that. So then I have my, then we do 2022. Um, and as we're in 2022, um, my, you know, I'm, I'm in Los Angeles and I am paying, you know, 5,500 for rent and I'm working, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Specifically, this one was 5,300 and I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And, um, I gained more weight and I'm like, yo, it's crazy. You know, I eat healthy. I do this. I do that. Um, I will wake up in the morning and nothing made me happy. Um, I don't, you know, I just achieved a lot of things this year, uh, early this year. And I noticed that nothing was making, nothing felt, I felt nothing. And that was scary to me. So I told my partner, I'm like, I'm, I'm a little afraid. She's like, why? I'm like, yo, I don't feel anything. So she said, yo, you, you, you may need help. So I was like, you know what? I would hire Paul Check for just eight hours of his time to be with him. So Paul was fully booked, right? So I could have found a way to get to him. And I actually went outside of, I mean, I've been so, my whole life I was able to coach myself. But since I didn't have the freedom, the energy, or the time to coach myself, I had to look for someone to guide me or someone outside of myself. And I went to a, um, I sat down with a psychotherapist and I told him what was going on. And they said to me, you need to take some time off. And I'm like, I can't take time off. In my mind, I'm like, I can't take time off. This is the one shot I got in my life to make it. I'm in LA, I'm doing everything. I'm, I can't let this go. I had this fear of letting it go. couldn't let it go and they looked at me and said um they said you should you, you should be proud of yourself you should do that. I'm like no 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 it's cool that I did this but I'm not here and this person's doing it, and I got to do this and I got to do that 
So they told me, he's like, well, you sound like you have a lot of attention deficiency. You have attention um, uh, deficit. And I said, well, I do. I had it as a kid. I said, well, you ever thought about getting on medication? And at the time, I was so vulnerable and open to anything that I'm like, you know what? I had I tried it for a month in college and it was like magic. Maybe I'm getting to a point in my life where, you know, I'm having a chemical imbalance because genetically there's a lot of mental health issues in my family. So I said, you know what? I'm open to it. So they put me on a subscription and I said, listen, please don't put me on a high dose. I need a low dose. I'm, I'm, my family has addiction and, and problems. And he said, no problem. We'll, we'll try you on this. And he gave me Vivance. And I started going on Vivance. And I noticed as soon as I got on Vivance, I was able to forced, force my mind and body to do things they didn't want to do. And after just like six, seven days of taking the Vivance, I sat with my girlfriend. I said, I can't take the Vivance. She goes, wow, you look like you're doing pretty fine. I said, I'm cheating. She goes, you're cheating. I'm like, yeah. See, my deficit came because I'm so out of balance. And I noticed that the more, you know, less energy we have and less freedom, we can become victims. We can become the victim archetype. We can not take personal responsibility for things. And um, I wasn't taking personal responsibility for those couple of days. And then I... I could I, I can't be fake. I can't fake it. It just doesn't sit well in me. So I said I can't do it. So I called the guy and I said I can't do this shit. And he said, "Um, it's okay. I understand. Don't worry about it." He goes, "Well, what are other? You know, here's some things. Here's some research that you can look at, and here's some of this, and here's some of that." And I said to him, "I said, not to be honest with you, he said what I said. I know deep down inside what I really need to do, but I'm just." I just, I'm just going to be giving everything up. And he said, what do you mean? I said to him, I said, I'm living a life chasing hype right now. And subconsciously I'm programmed to pull the best out of me every day to be able to live at this level. And the truth of the matter is I would never achieve mastery like this. I have to give this stuff up and I have to kill my ego and I have to go heal. And he was blown away. He was like, whoa, what the hell? And I said, thank you for your time. Thank you for the two meetings, but I know what I need to do now. I never talked to him again, hung up the phone and um, sat my girlfriend down, took a piece of paper out. And I, and I drew a line down the middle and I said, if we were to buy a house back home, here's the cost of living. If we were to stay in Los Angeles, if we, so we live in Los Angeles versus New Jersey in 2022, without even buying without nothing, just the cost of living, we say $42,500. Forty-two thousand five hundred. 
Now, just to be honest with you, I'm just gonna be upfront with you. There were times I was that that's I'm I'll look at it like, oh, I can make that. I'll find a way to make that in, in two, three months. But that was the problem that I was having. I noticed that the subconscious programming of me sacrificing me and my work ethic to make something happen was no longer the route I could take in my life. For me to become a master at what I do, for me to be someone, be the top of the top expert at what I do, I need to be able to have appropriate seasons. I made a podcast about the seasons, when it's time to let go. I made that while killing the ego that I was going, going through what I was going through. I made that in the moment. And most of these podcasts are made in the moment. That's why you can probably feel it the way you feel it because it's from the heart. So what I did is I said, I need to go home. What I noticed is anytime my girlfriend and I accomplish anything, she's a successful actress. We accomplished things we had no one to celebrate with. What I notice is I can do the biggest thing in the world and try to celebrate it, but it means nothing in Hollywood because of the simple fact that that everybody does something. Your Uber driver is an actor. Your Uber driver is a TikToker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, And there's nothing against anybody. That's not to say that. I'm saying it, it for me, it put a subconscious pressure on me to always have to perform, to always have to do something to figure a way what's the next thing for me because I had to find a way to survive there. And I was, and I could have survived. This is what I'm trying to say. I could have survived. I was doing well, but if I wanted, I wanted ownership. I wanted to be able to know that the money I was working hard for was going into something that I can pass down to my kids. And I couldn't do that. I could, but I know I would lose more freedom at the time, right? At the time, at 20, 29 years old, which I'm still 29, I knew if I, if I get a house there, it's 1.5 to $2 million to get a decent home. But if I come here, I can get one for half the price. If I come here, I have family and friends here. If I come here, I have, this is where I'm from. I feel grateful. So I decided to leave the clientele and the portfolio and the business I built for myself in Los Angeles. People thought I was crazy. People thought I was crazy. People thought I was crazy. I left. I took the money that I had, and I purchased my dream home in Jersey. I built the business in my home. I have a beautiful office. I have a beautiful gym set up. I have everything I need. But my friend, my overhead is two times less now. 
as I sat here, I look at the car that I have, the cars that I have, and I said, I don't need these cars. I want to sell them. I started to get closer to getting my energy. I got my energy back. That's why you're getting all these podcasts consistently at the end of the year. I got my passion back. I got my love back. And I do not rush my work. I have no pressure. The only pressure I have is for me. The things that I want for myself. Figure out how much money things are costing you. I have to keep letting you know subconsciously. If you do not do that, you're going to have a pressure. How much time is things costing you? When I was working with clients, I noticed that some of these celebrities were wasting a lot of my time. They canceled that at the last minute. The negotiations, they wanted things for free. They'll be like, yeah, I'll post you. And bro, I don't need to be posted for, uh, you know, a trade of service. I noticed that I was losing a lot of time. I accepted when the gas price went up in Los Angeles. I accepted when everything, the cost of living went up dramatically. I accepted all of it because it was good weather. And I love Los Angeles. I'll be back. But I'll be back when I'm back in mastery mode. I started to lose myself and I couldn't, couldn't fake it. That wasn't, that wasn't something I can do. Then sit there and ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it worth the time, the money, or the energy, the subconscious imbalance is costing you? That can be, is it worth waiting to be perfect to post a photo or to start your business or to, you know, uh, get back to reality, right? Reality in a sense of like, you know, it's okay to drive a Honda. It's okay to drive a Chevy. It's okay to take the transporta- uh, local transportation. It's okay. It's okay. Most of us strive for the things that look good because we don't feel like we're enough inside. So we try to do things outside of ourselves to make us feel, you know, comfortable. Freedom will allow you to create, live, and strive for love. You are good enough now. The only person you really truly need to compete with is yourself. I got time now. And what I notice is when I sit down in the morning and I'm learning something, a program, I said, you know what? What's stopping me from writing? Right? Because we're in the middle of getting a book deal. But I'm like, I want to create my own. I want to publish my own book. I want to teach. I have this just inspiration to teach people how to turn their dream into reality and and, and, and into a, a career. And so I call it dream to green. So I'm like, you know what? Let me write an ebook that I'll just release and promote myself before my book comes out. It takes about a year and a half to two years for your my book to come out. It's a, it's a process. So why wait that long? Why wait to let a book company let me know I'm good enough? Why? What I noticed is I started getting four pages written every day. I can get four page written 
a day, on the busy day. An ebook, anywhere from 30 to 40 pages. I can complete this ebook in a week and a half to two weeks. I can create so many ebooks of ebook on digestion, the ebook on mindset. What's stopping me from doing that? Distractions, low energy, pressure, and hype. I have this quote that I've been saying to myself there's a war outside. There's a war outside. It's a a metaphor that I I use. You ever go, you know, most of you are probably now coming back or on your way to family for during the holidays. You ever, you know, catch up with family or your family's going through something like, yo, what's wrong with my brother, my sister, my mother? I can't believe they're beefing or having issues. Or you ever go on social media and you see someone share a video with you or someone posted a video of somebody doing something just cruel. And it's kind of like, yo, the world's kind of getting a little more worse. And then people are like, oh, people always say that every year. But the statistics show that suicide is at is a very high rate right now. Inflation. Housing market. Cost of living. See what I'm saying? The disagreements that we're having as people at the highest level that I've ever seen. I mean, come on, like you get not only judged, but you get, they try to eliminate you if you have an opposite thought. There's a war outside. It's important to keep yourself sane. It's important to work on self-development. It's important to know yourself. And one of the best things you can do is have freedom. Not be in a rush, not have pressure, not be afraid, not to have fear. You can sit with you in 2020 when the whole world was going crazy. I was in our studio, studio city apartment with no pressure. Now I put the pressure on myself like, dude, you got to create a business out here. But I didn't need to do it for money because I had money in my account. Because I had low cost of living. Because I drove a Honda. Because I educate, I, I invested money in education would increase my skill set to charge people at the highest price. And I gave them the best value and gave them the best results. And then they referred me to people. I wasn't distracted. I created videos out of love. I wasn't caught up in the analytics and statistics and views and shares and conversions and driving myself crazy. I had peace and freedom. It was probably one of the weirdest, hardest times of my life, but it turned into be a beautiful time. I used to wake up every morning, walk my dog. I mean, my girlfriend and I used to go for this walk around Studio City and Toluca Lake. At peace. I forgot what time it was during the day. It was the first time in my life I was at peace. We made our rent. Most people in the building didn't pay their rent. We paid our rent right on time every month because we had the money. We had the freedom. We earned. We kept a low overhead and we were able to create and be free. And then I started to lose my freedom. 
subconsciously I fell for the hype. Well, I need this type of car. Well, I need to work with these type of people. Well, I need to make the, my videos to be perfect. And they all robbed me for my freedom and my energy. I gained weight. I stopped eating correctly. I start. I stopped being able to think correctly. I stopped being able to sleep correctly. I stopped being able to move correctly. And I was, it, it, it feels like you're in quicksand. It's like, as soon as you try to figure something out, you just, the next step you're sinking again. So I sat myself down and I got to the subconscious programming I became a part of and said, no, I'm leaving. My money will last two to three times longer if I go here, if I leave here right now. I will have two to three times more time to study. Two to three times more, I mean, um, times more to work out, to sleep, to rest. And to create. There's a war outside. Keep yourself prepared. Work on you. Get rid of the distractions. Get rid of the, you know, overhead that is not needed. Get rid of the hype. Focus on self-mastery. Focus on self-development. Bring down your overhead and give yourself more time to create. Give yourself more time to live, to move, to breathe, to sleep. And I'm telling you right now, I think this is where they call it getting out the matrix is what they may call it. It's a programming. And I'm sharing this with you because I stepped out of it and I'm, I'm still reaping the consequences to be quite honest with you. Sometimes I sit in my house, I'm like, yo, if I didn't do this, this, and this, I didn't have to work for the next three years of my life. I swear to you, I say these things. And this is the first time in my life I'm ever dealing with regret. I never dealt with regret before. Because everything I did was from good intention. And everything I did was I thought about it and made the right decisions. And not to say that these weren't the right decisions. I just went up the wrong ladder for this one. I, I had a vision now, had an expectation of something that turned out not to be true. That's all. And I had to learn how to forgive myself because at first I was hard. I'm like, yo, are you, are, are, what is wrong with you? How can you not, how'd you fall for this? And how'd you do, and I was so hard on myself. I was beating myself up. I was beating myself up. I'm like, well, you know, I can't believe you did this, Nate. And, and then I have, you know, it gets deep, you know, I'll look at my partner. I'm like, oh my God, you know, I could have done this better. I could have said this better as far as like, just like the decisions I made. Cause she believed in me. She supported me and you know, she's my dream partner. And I'm like, oh man, I stopped wanting to take photos with her because I gained all this weight. I stopped wanting to post videos of myself because I gained all this weight. I lost my confidence. It just got nasty. So when I came back to my root, I came back home to be surrounded by people who are going to tell me the truth about myself. I came home to be surrounded by blue collar workers to, to, so I can see the polarity on how far I've came. And that, that's not to say, so I can look at them and think I got it better. No, 
it just reminds me, yo, you should be grateful. Look at this hardworking man that lives next to me. My neighbors are no longer retired people or people who make, you know, OnlyFans pages and lives their life like that. My workers, my 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 neighbors are people who work as teachers and I'm around blue collar people and it just makes me humble my it humbles me. It reminds me where I'm from. It reminds me what matters. What matters is the people you love. What matters is your passion. What matters is your dream. What matters is taking care of yourself. That's what really matters. The the likes, the videos, all that shit don't matter. It don't. I don't want you want to be one of those people to post and their post shows X, Y, and Z and others like this photo. Stop hiding the likes. If 10 people only like your photo, so what? So what? Do the things that you love to do because you want to do them. You don't need nobody's approval. Take care of yourself. Don't fall for the hype. Overcome the subconscious programming, and it would take you a long way. I'm telling you, it would take you a long way. I hope most of you enjoy this podcast. My goal is to be authentic, real with you. I will never pretend to be someone I'm not. It's just not who I am. I'm sorry. So, to be great with Nate, when you want to be great, you have to learn how to fail. When you want to be great, you have to learn how to fall. And Be Great with Nate is the title of the podcast and is the thing I go by because my goal is every day I'm trying to find a way to be great. And when I figure out ways that work and ways that don't work, I need to share with the Be Great with Nate community. So in order for me to really teach you things, I have to teach you the things that I did that succeeded, but I also have to teach you the things I did that that didn't go so well. And some people still need to go, they'll hear this podcast, but you still need to go through the, some of you are going to need to actually go through the experience. You have to go through the experience. And I'm only saying this because I can't tell you if you want to leave that job that you're at, if you had the freedom to do so, you will. If you want to leave the relationship that you're in and not depend on your partner financially, if you had the freedom, you will. It gets deep. You got to figure out what's stopping your freedom. The more you become conscious of whatever is in the way of your freedom, the more you'll come back and listen to this podcast and find it to be relatable. I hope all of you have great holiday. I hope all of you get to go go through this podcast and start noticing this and start with a fresh start of 2023. And I hope to see a lot of you inside the Be Great with Nate Academy when that comes out. Because I'm going to have all the tools for you to become the best version of yourself. So be on the lookout for that. Thank you for being here. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in today. I hope the show gave you valuable information. If you did, take a screenshot, post it on social media, like your Instagram story or someone your social and tag me. I will definitely get back to you. I really appreciate the love. Or you can easily just leave a rating or a review if you have the time. You don't understand how much those little things right there help me push this show to get more people like you to listen. If you want more Be Great With Nate, you can head over to BeGreatWithNate.com and I'll meet you there. Until next time, peace.